December 21, 2021. It's all off for Pedro's show. What prompted Farrow to take up the alto? Uh, was that to get away from the tenor sound? I don't, know. Sound, I don't did, know. This did is you talk it over with him? No, this is something he wanted to do. And uh, at, at about the same time, I decided I wanted to get one. So we both got it. I haven't heard you play the alto yet. Do you play it much in... Uh, I played it in Japan. I played it in Frisco a little bit. But I had a little trouble on the, uh, uh, with the intonation of it. It's mm-hmm. a Japanese make that they a uh, new thing they're trying out, so they gave us these horns to try. And mine has to be adjusted at certain points where they're not quite in tune, so I don't play it, but I like it.
Watford Pedro Show. Happy Tuesday, the day after the B-Day. For what? Starting with John Coltrane talking to Frank Kosky in November 66 about the alto set. Right, why uh, Pharaoh went to the alto. Like, he would know, but maybe he would make some guesses. And then we had Thomas DiMuzio, Wobbly, and Alan Curtis, Third Eye Moon. Because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I got with me again five months later. Thomas DiMuzio, welcome aboard, Tom, again. Thanks, Mike. It's great to be here, and happy birthday, man. Oh, most kind, most kind, truly. Uh, let me ask you, what's been going on in the uh, past five months? Well, it, a lot, man. Um, you know, I've had like five releases in the last year, which is kind of, you know, beyond my scope. Uh, <laughs> but it all kind of worked out that way. Uh, a lot of things, you know, in the can that finally, you know, see the light of day. But uh, there have been uh, some solo releases and this uh, record with uh, Wobbly and Alan Cortis. Oh, is they, that is that what uh, Third Eye Moon was from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that just came out. Yeah, tell about, me about this project. Yeah, well, um, Wobbly and I have been, you know, buddies and playing music for 25 years. Yeah. Uh, Alan uh, is from Argentina and he comes through town every now and then. And we played maybe, I guess it was 2005, he played a gig and we were on the same bill and we got together and made some music. And from there, we've kind of been collaborating ever since. Uh, we had a record that came out maybe five years ago called Monk Style or Scream. And uh, that was our first kind of official release. And then Alan came through town a couple years ago and we played a gig uh, as a trio with Wobbly and uh alan and myself and uh we recorded it we did some studio works and uh and that's what wound up on this record okay and so you had the material sitting around and then you had to edit and mix and stuff exactly um you know we it, it's kind of funny the improvs that we did you know when we play live the improvs can go on you know 30 40 minutes sure um but when we were in the studio we were busting out these like short little ditties um five minutes here, you know, six minutes there. So the pieces kind of edited themselves, um, although uh, we wound up mixing and, you know, getting everything, you know, as fine, finely tuned as, as we wanted. Uh, what about the dynamic, not playing in front of people? Well, that's a weird thing, definitely. I mean, improvising in the studio is a strange dynamic, yeah. for sure. Um, there's nothing to feedback on, you know, no energy. You know what's even stranger but that I've tried? Like pretending the dude's there, and he just sent me a file, right? But I pretend like he's in the room, and I'm I go for the first take. That's like the modern approach. I mean, everybody's doing that now. It's tough to be in the same room with people. Right. <laughs> I've had a couple projects where I've never been in the same room with. <laughs> me too. Me too. You know, but you know what? The situation you get dealt a hand, right? So we play it the best we can. That's right. You know what? what what's what, you gave me this music ready box? Music, uh, monsters. I want to play that. And, uh, yeah, you can uh, talk about it. Okay.
When it's all too much to take, I'm at capacity. A fail system sings on the background TV, to my shotgun mouth and apathy. I need reminders of the love I have. I need reminders, good or bad. I tilt my chin up in photographs, a subtle way to reinvent the past. With a head so beaten drained, I'm running on empty. As the world collapses with complacency, to knee-jerk takes and fantasy. I need reminders of the love I have. I need reminders, good or bad. I tilt my chin up in photographs, a subtle way to reinvent the past. I talk myself out of myself when I'm overwhelmed. Is there a way to feel free without being someone else? I need reminders of the love I have. I need reminders, good or bad. I tilt my chin up in photographs, a subtle way to reinvent the past. I talk myself out of myself when I'm overwhelmed. Is there a way to feel free without being someone else? I need reminders, good or bad. I need reminders of the love I have. Pourquoi subir pour rien 
J'ai mon isolé pour t'échapper en vain J'étais sûrement un fait de rien On t'aime, je cerne, on cerne les miens Et on s'est jamais tenu la main On sait très bien que ça ne sert à rien Il n'est pas ça un genre de discours Désolé, quand je regarde en arrière. 
Pedro Show that chunk of music started off with Ready Box doing Monsters. Then brand new from Model Home, DC Arias. Got a great new album. Six Piece with Mumbo Sauce on everything. Everything. Kato Hideki with his new album, a tune called Tolerance. Primitive Ignorant. This is brand new. Back from the Dead. Puppet Midnight out of England with Reminders. Brand new from Rapun Komat. New from Zone Infini. Uh, Atta Vojor. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, French people. Uh, Osaka camping with Jay Regard and Ale. <laughs> Some more destruction I don't mean to. Pardon. This is uh, from a comp where uh, they celebrate the TV personality, that kind of comedy, part time punks, that band about it. I know where Sid Vicious lives. No, Sid Barrett, Viv Cornham, and Al Margolis with Skyline Sunset 3. Brand new from Niagara, Roman numeral 8. Also new from Equations Collective. Cut 3.4. Yeah, a lot of people are making music. Why not? Right? It starts raining. Lemons? We become lemonade makers. <laughs> <laughs> Agnes Steck, Brother Chris out of Texas with uh, Torture Town. It's New Town. Where is he now? Belmont. And then uh, In Circles, Dream Logic, Real Fear. This is from Sam, upstate New York. And finally, Cracking the Surface. Another project yours with Stacking Infinities. So enlighten me to Ready Box and Cracking the Surface. Sure, man. Um, those are two projects uh, that we actually recorded at Fantasy Studios in Berkeley oh. before it went belly up, sadly. Um, I know, I know, but it's the, it's the studios Creedence built, but never got to record there. <laughs> seriously, yeah, that's right. Um, it was a beautiful studio. They had like, you know, echo chambers. And, oh, you yeah. Know, so, so, so the echo on these recordings is live, real echo, like from a garage. I got to tell you, yeah, my, uh, Casa Hanzo here, my organ man, Pete Mazich, he put in, th it, there's no plug in that sounds like these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's the punch, right. the phase, every, there's something about a hallway with a speaker in one end and a mic on the other. Oh, yeah, man. You can't emulate that. You know, it's it's a, it's the real deal. 
And uh, well, the project Readybox is a duo with Philip Greenleaf, um, saxophonist extraordinaire, musician extraordinaire. Right. Um, I, got, I think I got to play with him. He was with somebody else, maybe uh, Amadola, uh, Scott Amadola on the drums. Yeah, that and sounds that about right. Opened yeah. up for MSSV and Mike Baguetta in Oaktown. Yeah, okay. Oh, fantastic. I'm surprised I wasn't there, man. Yeah, Philip is great. We have this thing, this duo, it's kind of like a live electroacoustic music concrete thing where I do my live sampling with Philip's horn and extended techniques. You know, this guy can circular breathe for hours. Right, you know? right. And uh, he also just has such a cool approach to the saxophone, you know, where, you know, he's getting three different sounds out of it. Right, the overblow, yeah, John Coltrane. Fantastic, you know, he'll even like rub his mouthpiece on the metal, you know, and like that's a third sound or a sure. fourth sound that just like adds to the whole, you know, texture. And uh, so, yeah, I'm in heaven. I'm able to like pull these sounds from him, you know, through my rig and do this complete manipulation uh, to take it to these other levels, you know. Sure, a lot sure. of the stuff that I like to do is try to turn things that were formerly offline and bring them online, you know, like music concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50s, that was just labor intensive cutting tape, you know. Absolute. Months, if not, you know, longer, you know, to make some of these pieces. It was very intense. You might it's the think lady in England, uh, Delia Dar Derbyshire. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and the guys in uh, France, Pierre Henri. And oh, yeah, yeah. Just amazing stuff. And so to be able to bring some of that stuff to a real-time platform, an improvisation platform, is just, you know, mind-bending for me. And uh, some, of this, some of the technology out there that facilitates this, you know, we're running with that. And that's kind of what Readybox is. We, we do all this stuff live. So even in at Fantasy Studios, that the whole session was recorded live. And, and we've got a record in the can. And I think all but one track remains live. One of them, we kind of did a lot of post-production and messed around with stuff. But for the most part, it's just in the moment, you know? Sure, sure. And Cracking the Surface? That is um, a project with Tom Nunn and David Michalak and uh, Scott Looney. And uh, I don't know if you know Tom Nunn's work, but he's amazing. Um, he builds his own instruments. Uh, he has this thing called the Sketchbox. And it's the most simple thing. It's basically a little cardboard box with things glued on it, like combs and washers and sandpaper and, you know, little pieces of wood or whatever. And he plays this thing. He plays it with comb. And you would not believe the sounds that come out of this thing. It's incredible. And Tom's a master improviser, as, as are the other guys in the band. And uh, so we did another thing at Fantasy where we brought all Tom's instruments out mostly the cardboard instruments, uh, the scatch boxes and the scatch plates. And uh, we just kind of did our thing. And, and I also uh, employed or deployed the uh, live sampling in that project. So I was able to take these sounds from the scatch pads or scatch, scatch boxes and really, you know, put them through the ringer, you know, transpose them down a couple octaves and make them real big and fat and we're all improvising to this and it's all being spit back to everybody and you know we're all reacting to it kind of the funny thing about you mean, the like you're going you went first and they reacted to that we all we're all going at the same time oh okay the weird thing about the live sampling is my sounds are dependent on 
their sounds. So if they stop playing, my sounds eventually peter out and, right. you know, stop cascading through the system. But what's coming out of my rig might not sound anything like what's happening in real time. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's kind of wild. It's like an right. instrument based on everybody else's sound. But then again, it's not. And but but it still is because of my sound sources, a.k.a. the other musicians right. playing, then my sound just dissipates away. You know, when I'm doing the live sampling thing exclusively, you know, I might have like a, a modular rig or something, you know, along with that. So I could supplement that. But okay. that's essentially the gist of both of those projects. They're they're My contribution is more of a live sampling thing where I'm spitting back reality right well, into everybody. Like the, the sound man at a gig, but like you're shaping the big picture, but it's dynamic. You're, that shaping is part of how it's happening. It's an instrument. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a play. It's, it took me a long time to get to this point. Um, you know, these samplers that started in the the early 80s, you know, that evolved through the 90s, et cetera, et cetera. They are all, they, well, for one, I'm using a Kurzweil sampler to do this live sampling, and it wasn't designed to do it. I kind of like fudged it just by, you know, discovering things and experimenting with this. And next thing you know, I'm able to play the keys on this thing and transpose real time, Wow. you know. I can slow down real time. Uh, you know, you can always slow down real time. You can't speed up real time. Otherwise, <laughs> have a time machine. But when you do speed up, you know, if you play above the original notes or sound, um, it spits out something from the previous buffer. So you can still play things pitched up, but it's it's kind of a sound from maybe uh, 15 seconds ago rather than what's happening exactly now. Right, takes time to process. The cool thing about this sampler, as soon as you hit a key, it takes now and immediately starts transposing it. Wow. And, you know, you've got polyphony on the keyboard, so you can multiply now. Right. You, know, you can process now. You know, you've got all this, this amazing capability to manipulate sound in real time. And I do feel that it's at a level of like a real instrument. You know, I feel like I'm playing a real instrument now. And it's taken a long time to get to that point. Like this plastic machine with the plastic keys or whatever, um, you know, has enough nuance where I feel comfortable with somebody that, you know, is playing something that that's a real instrument. Yeah, yeah. Look, we're at the f end of the first hour, 721, 2021, the Dishwap Pedo Show special guest, Thomas DiMuzio. Hold tight for hour two. December 21, 2021, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
Love is love is universal. You see, we're dealing in opposites here. Everything's in reverse, you might say. sounds that may not even be possible.
expressed in the waves of love and the ocean of love flows in the waves of life.
from Pedro Show. Start off the second hour. Thomas Demuzio. The bee sees, sees the mind's eye. Delirium amongst focus. Thomas Demuzio. Kings of feedback after that with whispers. Yeah. Kind of invented word, huh? <laughs> then bowl pain. Bowl in uh, Slovenian means pain in English. Live at Club Coca and Split, 2015, Tropikova, Krishna Pesci. And finally, another collab. Thomas DiMuzio, Dan Burke, and Rick Reed. The number you have reached. So first, this, this thing under your own name. Yeah. Enlighten us. Uh, a piece uh, that I did for a compilation that my good friend Greg Bilski put out. Uh, I went to high school with this guy. He's still making music. I'm still making music. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, that piece was kind of odd, man. I was I was uh, in the studio just kind of like messing around, and a bee flew into my studio, and I wound up capturing it in a little jar, and I put a little piece of paper over to the jar with a contact mic on top of the paper. And I recorded the bee making a percussive orchestra, you know, basically scratching at that paper, trying to get out of the uh, its 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 little glass cell. No prison. <laughs> no bees were hurt in the uh, making of this piece, of oh, course. That's good. To know. <laughs> that's good to know. And now this other collab with Dan Burke and Rick Reed. Yeah, that is from a record that came out about a year ago called Balance. And uh, during the pandemic, man, you know, nobody was playing shows. Uh, and I uh, I recorded all my shows, you know, I try to record all my shows. So I kind of went through a, a mountain of material and uh, compiled a three CD uh, record called Balance, where one record, what the first CDs are duos from the last 10 years, live shows from the last 10 years. And then there's the, the second are trios and the third are uh, combos. And uh, the, the piece with Rick and Dan is on the trio. It's just, you know, it's a live recording. We improvised, I think, uh, in Oakland. And uh, that is just an excerpt from our improv. Uh, and all of us were using Buchla modular systems for that particular performance. Rick reads from Austin. And Dan is from Illusion of Safety, and he's based in Chicago. And uh, so we all got together and uh, made that thing happen. I mean, it's kind of typical of most of my shows where, you know, I like to collaborate with other folks. So I may be doing a solo set here, but, you know, if we have time, we're going to try to do a little collaborative thing as well. Maybe crossfade between two sets, you know, where maybe I start playing and then, we both start playing or, you know, the other collaborator starts playing and, and, you know, we crossfade and then they go into a solo set, you know, those kinds of things. I just love to do that. And uh, when I'm documenting all these performances, it's kind of nice to be able to, you know, compile them and release them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you gave me some uh, more like, I guess, man alone stuff, this abject light. I want to play that. Okay. Sure.
Walk from Pedro Show, that chunk of music start off. Thomas Demuzio with the Abject Light. Mold Omen Albamore with Knife in the Cape Prison. Ray Shin, Spaz Odyssey. And finally, Thomas Demuzio again with Lush Common Memories. Loose Kraken Mosaics. Now, was this sort of like the bead? Did some coincidence happen, some event? <laughs> with the with the life changing ministries, uh, lush lush calming memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, the, again, with the thing in the parentheses, the parenthetical. So yes, I just well, took that's a me going crazy with titles. Um, I I think titles are important with improvised music. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You know, it just comes out. So yeah. I try to you know title things and make them feel like they meant something after the fact. Right, you never do a title first, right? Never, never. Um, yeah, I, rarely, rarely. I mean, there's rarely do I do a, a themed improv, but it, it happens. But LCM, man, that is uh, a place in Oakland that is, is kind of like a, a noise church or a noise sanctuary. Um, it's uh, Angela Edwards, a.k.a. Sharky Face, uh, basically runs this place. It's her house and her performance venue and there have been countless shows there and so lcm is a compilation of i think six shows that i've played there through the years and um you know i'm a recent convert to modular synthesis and uh, and i'm loving it I, you know thank i'm so thankful that i've discovered it late in life um but these uh performances uh from lcm the record um uh, lush calming memories, etc., um, are all early Buchla kind of uh, forays, and so I was able to compile all those together, and I just ran with the LCM thing, you know. Oh, loose the acronym, right? Loose cracking yes. mosaics. Everything is <laughs> LCM. Everything. Right, right. Okay, I get it. I get it. You gave me the key to the lock. That's right. That's the key. Okay, and and uh, abject light. That was for um, a compilation. Um, I think it's called Pulse, Rogue Pulse, Gravity, that was put out by Ratskin Records about five years ago. And I think it was like a 10-CD compilation, something crazy. Wow, like a box set. A massive box set, yeah. And uh, that piece is a fairly political piece of mine. Um you know, not just about um, uh, Black Lives Matter, but, um, you know, just kind of citing, you know, what's wrong with our world and just giving one example of that. Um, so so did, you, did you premeditate that? Or did, did I it did. Out of a yes. jam? You did. You did. Yes. Um, I, 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 that's one of the rare pieces where I did do an improv thinking, you know, of this unfortunate situation and uh and and that's what came out and i actually used um some unfortunate audio uh that was captured of you know uh of someone dying um yeah. you know so it's yeah it's it's a it's a heavy piece for me yeah 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 but sometimes you know not sometimes a lot of times that's what music and arts are for Expressing Absolutely. yourself, expressing yourself. Look, we're at the end of the second hour. December 21, 2021, Dishwap Pedro Show special guest, Thomas DiMuzio. Hold tight for hour three.
December 21, 2021. It's the third hour of the Watford Pedro Show.
Lock for Pedro Show started the third hour off of the duet. Thomas DiMuzio and Marsha Bassett with Port Dead, Signal Remamp, then Healers, the 12th day of Christmas. I know it's less than 12, but fuck it. Thank you, Jamie. And then finally, Thomas DiMuzio, part two of List, Listing Listless, kind of boat song. <laughs> Tell me about the duet. Uh, yeah, Marsha Bassett. Um, she is amazing. She also plays uh, a Bukla uh, system, a uh, modular synthesizer. And Marsha played my radio show five or so years ago. I used to have a show on KPFA called Frequency Modulation Radio. It's a three-hour show, and I'd have a couple guests on each episode. And we'd basically just play in the studio live. Um, you know, the, uh, the first artist would have an hour, the second artist would have an hour, and then we'd all play together for the third hour. Oh, wow. I should tell the listeners, KPFA was the first of the Pacifica station. And we yeah. Got, we got the second one down here, KPFK. Yes, and when indeed. It, in the 70s, when I was a teenager, Carl Stone had a show yes. called the Imaginary Landscape. And there was a show, I don't know who hosted it right before him, called Tesseract or after. And mm-hmm. that was my turn on to experimental music. That's fantastic. I mean, Carl also uh, hosted a show at KPFA when he was living up here called Ears Wide Open. And I think that was the first time I played on the station on Carl's show. Um, So, yeah, KPFA, that was just what a great station. Um, You know, they're they're monumental for experimental radio and pushing the format, um, you know, with the Negative Lands uh, show and the Church of the Subgenius and you know, all these other shows, Carl's show, et cetera. And mine got canceled, but, you know, I was on there for about three years and I got 40 plus episodes. In fact, they're all online on Bandcamp if you want to search frequency modulation radio. That's uh, great. And, uh, but yeah, that's where I met Marsha. And so we um, kind of connected. And when we played, a few years later at the End Times Festival in Brooklyn, we decided to do a recording session uh, during that weekend. And that's what became Losing Circles, uh, the collaboration that we came out with on her label, U Records. Okay. And uh, th- we're talking about Portent, of course. But yes. List and Listless. That is, um, that's me in my studio, man, um, playing around with my buklas. Uh, I kind of, you know, it's kind of weird, man. You mentioned about improvising in a studio. It's a weird thing. You don't have anything to feed off. Right, right. No bounce back. Yeah. And um, so when I play live, you know, I'm taking the tools of the studio and trying to manipulate them as a musical instrument. I'm stacking things, I'm layering things, I'm looping things in real time and, you know, trying to build stuff like take improvisation to a compositional level and a real time compositional level. Right, right. And right. so with the pandemic and everything and not playing shows, maybe a year into this, I was just kind of, jonesing and came up with a, a strange philosophy that I, I don't know, that I'm, I'm packaging is calling sculpting electric. And what I like to do is build an elaborate patch across these modular systems, one that might take a couple days to build, something very intricate, Whoa. you know, where where this might be triggering that. And, sure. you know, so the energy that I'm playing with here in the studio I'm interacting with a machine, you know, with electricity. Yeah. And so the the premise of this is to try to set something up 
and then sit down and make it happen and make it happen in real time and and uh, you know try to make peace uh, without relying on loops and overdubs and things like that. So that was kind of the gist of listing listless. Um, and I've, I've been busting out, you know, other things along this line too, uh, using that same philosophy, just trying to like, I don't know, man, it's like these, these electronic symphonies that come out of these machines are just, I don't know. They're very inspiring. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Incredible and, stuff. And so even though you are improvising, this machine is you're interacting with this machine. It's wild. And, you know, maybe it's an, a weird excuse for n not being able to play with people for so long. But um, it definitely got me, you know, down that road. And it's a cool road. I'm, You know, it's, it's a great thing to explore. And with these machines being so intricate, it's nice to actually patch something together, you know, that has. I don't know, uh, repercussions beyond just, you know, twisting a knob or something. Sound architect. Big time. Yeah. You know? Here's another prod, Dimmer. Dimmer, yeah.
quarter inch tape. So that's a lot of leeway to play around with. And he's just got this stuff so dialed in. He's turned it into a musical instrument. And what we do, again, is this live sampling thing where he's sampling me with his recorder and I'm sampling him through my whole digital music concrete thing. And it becomes this weird recursive loop. And we work a lot with feedback and have these techniques that we've kind of evolved through the years. And um, we just came out with a new record on Death Bomb Arc. And uh, it's called Midram, another play on Dimmer, which is a play on Demuzio Hammer. Um, but yeah, the new record, man, I'm really happy with it. It's all about dream states. And, uh, you know, we hope that this stuff just takes you away. It's long form, you know, weird kind of bubbling. Per percolating. Percolating. Yeah. Improv. yeah I should tell the listeners, that was Dimmer. And Tom was enlightening us to the projects, uh, fundamentals. Phase four, mid Mid-REM, R-E-M, probably, Rapid Eye Movement, Paradox of Paralysis. Then we had Sam Locke Ward featured Bob Fay with Blind Eye of the Sniveling Coward. And finally, Thomas DeMuzio, Joseph Hammer, and Rick Potts. This is something I picked, people, because it, I needed one more. Fluorescent Brown. And Rick Potts is going to be on the show next week again. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Incredible uh, cats. How did you end up meeting them? Dude, I, uh, I played a show with Chris Cutler... Um, in L.A. at Spaceland in 1999, maybe. And a lot of the guys from L.A. FMS were also on the bill. Oh, the Tom Ritchion and uh Absolutely. Tom was on the bill. Incredible uh, guy. So uh, I was on the bill. He was a drummer man in BP. He's, yeah, he's amazing, man. He's, he's, he's into seen, Oregon now, right? He's into everything, man. That guy's like a renaissance man. Um, I remember but the I met that Fred, whole... he ended up a photographer. Yeah, incredible. L.A. Free Music Society, people. Yeah, so I met that crew that night. I, You know, I saw Joseph on stage playing with Solid Eye with that, you know, recorder that I mentioned. And when I walked up afterwards and checked out his rig, one thing really got me. There was a little beat-up piece of wood with with a splicing block on it, a tape measure, and a stopwatch. And I'm like... <laughs> with this guy i need to know this guy <laughs> that's some old timey <laughs> and you know, don bowles was there that night you know, yeah yeah great and it, Terms it was just people. it was just fantastic you know to like you know meet so many great players and uh and those relationships have stuck you know for 25 years now 23 24 years now nothing like people ask me about the old days i say it was about people so are the new days even if we got to be kind of in our separate chambers <laughs> Absolutely. What do you got planned next now, Tom? Plan next? Um, well, I got to get, uh, you know, Cracking the Surface and Ready Box out. Right. Um, we're trying to find a label for those projects. I'm also working on some new solo stuff. And uh, another project that's really got me excited is um, a thing with uh, with um, Soraya and Voice of I. Yeah. I don't know if you know either of these projects, but Soraya, oh my God, this guy is insane. I mean, Enrique, man, he is like one of the greatest Tuvan throat singers around. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and he comes from a modular synthesis background. So he applies these non-traditional techniques with his voice where you'd swear there are filters modulating, you know, and an LFO or something modulating his voice rather you know, than these classic 
techniques, you know, of uh, tube and throat singing. Right, before this, there was I, ever electronics or anything. That's right. And it's so electronic sounding. It's beautiful. I uh, mastered his record earlier this year and loved it and was blown away. It was one of these projects that's hard to master because the music's so damn good. Yeah, it's yeah. Distracting. You know, sure. But I, I saw him play. It was actually the first show that I saw after, you know, 18 months of not seeing anything. And I was knocked out, man. I, I was like, I thought a lot of this was studio trickery and he did it all right there in front of me. And uh, I was, you know, six feet away. I thought I was just I didn't know what I was witnessing. It was beautiful. Wow. So I pushed him afterwards and we're talking and he mentioned he was working with Voice of I, Jim Wilson and Bonnie McNairn. And um, and I'm like, hey, you know, I've worked with those guys. We have a record. We should all do something, you know. So they they brought me into the project and and now I'm trying to actually, you know, contribute something of merit. Um, but yeah, I'm working on, on some tracks for that and I'm really excited by it. It's going to be some deep, deep, expansive uh, drone work. Oh, that's great, man. When you get it, when you come back on the show we can listen to it and talk about it you got it man thank you so much mike absolutely tom every time anytime people it's been the december 21 2021 edition what peter shall keep you powdered